It's a podcast. And now... Welcome back to more garbage! Ayo, ayo. Friday night. Why does it say Hot Take Tuesday? God damn it. (laughs) Friday night compost. Tricked ya. Friday night compost with the more garbage podcast. Myself, Vandal, and my man, Fubs. Holy cow, some technical difficulties. Trying to set up. Oh my god, Skype signed me out. What's your password? Change your password. What's your code? Did you get the confirmation code? What a fucking fuck. But I believe we're all good now. Um, I am checking the live stream. Uh, YouTube is not receiving enough video to maintain smooth streaming. Well, you guys will let us know how that's working out for you. (laughs) What What can I say? Hey... Uh, you're frozen? Let me see. Let me see how frozen you is. Oh, yeah. Looks like I'm good, and you are not George. <sighs> uh, are you jumping off? Oh, jump. Yeah, I think you gotta jump off and sign back in, unless you want me to do it. I'm gonna do it, too. Well, guys, let's do some station ID, baby, if you're joining us on YouTube. Uh, psych, that's the only place you can join us now. We're streaming directly to YouTube. Uh, We're not doing Twitch or Facebook temporarily because it's just too many ducks to get into a row, quite honestly. Uh, I got you, but, um, but I see you're still frozen in our feed, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna refresh you real quick, live, I'm gonna refresh you live, e. and let's see, oh, boom, and you're back, look at this guy, Fubzilla, how's your week been, what's happening? Not bad. Oh, there I am. Look at me moving around. I'm fucking somebody. You're a somebody, you know? bro. The, Nick, the Knicks were in the, the Knicks were in the are in the playoffs. They lost tonight. It's a shame. Mm. Yeah, that's not cool. We gotta do. We got. You know, we're gonna be all right. I wanna say no, good. that I am shocked, but I mean, it's the Knicks. Come on, y'all. Exactly. You know. Um. I've been I've been re repainting the whole crib and almost done with all that shit renovation steez. It's like a new it's a new life in the in the crib. It's nice. This is the last spot to go. God, that was a stressful setup, man. What the hell? How come everything's got to be fine until after we push the go live button? 
I think that it was like it all just shut down. It was very weird. It's, it's like a Murphy's Law. It's like everything. Everything went bad at the same time. It's like, yo, really? And then it's just like nonstop. Nonstop. It's like a damn Murphy Murphy's Law. Uh, stream status is poor. Our stream uh, was healthy. And then it wasn't. But I got to tell you, I'm, I'm checking it out on my laptop. And it looks fine to me. So I think the stats will catch up. Uh, so the dump truck. Tonight's episode, the dump truck. Aptly named for this week. When the entire crypto market took a giant dump. Especially on retail investors. They panicked. And we're not sure what the hell they were supposed to be doing. Which which retail investors out of curiosity? Well, retail investors basically, well, not me, but people like you and I would be retail investors. Uh, that just refers to, you know, average Joes, not professional traders, got it, got it, got not it, institutionals, it. not whales, uh, but, you know, retail investors. Ta well, I think the other thing Tommy is, and Joey and Maria and well, I also, Susie. I think we're starting to see as people start to like, retru like get back to, to society, so to speak. I think that they're like, holy shit, like, what are we doing here? You know? Well, you know, it, it's, it's a similar thing. It's a similar thing that you and I were going through when we were first exploring NFTs and trying to figure out the space. There was one point, or there were a few points, where we just had to stop and kind of think, like, what the hell am I doing? What? Why is my head so far up the matrix ass right now? Well, <laughs> like, it, was, it, like, it was interesting to watch it. Is any of this I, real? I, is this well, all conceptually? Well, that's the thing. I wholeheartedly knew when we were saying it right after it started that this is going to be like the sea of the beginning of something. And like still to this day, yes, there are some people that have made some money on NFTs. But if you just look at the clubhouse, right? Remember clubhouse like months ago, every day was like NFT this, NFT that. Now it's like those rooms are like sad. You know, they're, they're not, they're not, people aren't really talking about it like they were, mm. you know, it kind of. It, it it hit its peak moment of maybe everybody's going to get rich. And then it bottomed out of that thought process. And a few people did. And now it's a concept and it's expanding as to what it's going to be. Like like everybody knew it was going to be. Like you can't just put digital art out now and, and get an NFT and be a millionaire. Like now you have to do something different with it. It's a concept. It's a medium. Well, for the record. Same as this. I, I was never able to sell any, so. <laughs> there you go. I, don't, I mean, I don't which, know how hard I tried. Of, I understand the space also, it, pretty well. But now. it's also part of the the concept of like how many things will be sitting there that were minted or staked and are just sitting there. Well, and you know what? Happening. Also, I wonder. Like some people that don't sell their stuff, um, you know, on whatever platform they're on, OpenSea or you know, Engine or Rarible, Super Rare, um, you know, there's so many. But I wonder if eventually they're going to be like, you know, this is a bad look. Um, Take it down. I'm going to have to burn this token. Yeah. Well, you know, 
It's I mean it's like when you put up a video and there's one view and you're like, eh. I don't know if I want people to know that. <laughs> I think that I think that um I just think it's gonna be a certain time and place again. I think people I think we're just going to see that shit sit there again. I don't think you're going to see it come down. I think people are going to be so connected with how much gas money it costs them to put it up. Ah, well, guess what? Uh, those gas fees, that's a purely 2021 and back issue. Because people are predicting that by the end of the year, we're going to have um, Ethereum 2.0. Sorry, Ethereum 2.0. As well as a slew of layer two solutions, which are side chains that um, that basically allow projects on the Ethereum blockchain to move over to something faster, cheaper. Uh, for example, like Matic, like Polygon, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's being adopted fast. A lot of projects that are on uh, the Ethereum network are hopping over to Polygon just for those reasons, because it's affordable and it's fast. And as it becomes more affordable, that opens the gates, right? Because what? Well, it's, it's let's be real; it's the future. Like like everything we knew was gonna like those gas we even fees. Spoke about this. They they were like they were like the we choke. Spoke- it's like everything we was funneling, this. and then we knew it was gonna happen. And then people were like, "Wait, how much is it gonna cost me?" Ah, fuck that. Well, that, but like, there was a ton of people, uh, you know, self included, that we threw, you know, some fucking co- throw some money out there towards the fucking the gas fee. Like, fuck it, and you know, whatever it was, it was like sixty bucks. By the American. way, if you're a nobody, meaning you don't have a, a million followers. And you want to sell some NFTs? Don't mint something that's an addition of 100. Because the only thing that you got going for you beside your skill is the rare, the rare factor. So make it a one of one. Because if people see like, oh, this nobody did this thing and he's got like, you know. A hundred of them? Yeah, a hundred of them. Like, uh, and I, he's still sitting on 95 of them? I guess. Yeah, it comes... It, it comes down to this. It just comes down to, like, I think that, like we knew, it's got to, it's good. Listen, the entire NFT space is going to become a digital flea market, let's just say. A digital art space of any kind of gallery, right? And it's just going to be like like everything. It's it, We're humans. So this is just a new separator and, like, classifier of us. That's all it is. And now it's like it took a very rapid amount of time for it to like go through its very first stage, which was like everybody's going to get rich. And like one or two people did, you know, comparatively speaking to how many people tried to. And now it's going to go through another stage where like that cost to play in the game is going to be less. But again, then it's just going to become the same popularity contest that art has always been, you know. It's based in skill and a lot of who you know and a lot of what you who knows what and who collects you and this, that, and the third. And it'll just be like that. All of a sudden, Gagogian will have a, you know, a, a, a digital NFT space with their artists doing NFTs. And it'll be the same value as if those artists did their own medium. Or maybe they'll do new digital mediums and, you know, these 
famous galleries and, and institutions will get into the space the same way well, for j- just art NFTs. But it's going to become something more of a like a contract, like well, where people use it them. Is. As it's contract. a smart contract, and uh, smart contracts in general are getting a lot of um, traction in uh, the crypto world. Not this week. <laughs> this week, everything's just like 50% off sale, um, which is funny because, you know, it, it, it reminded me because I was saying, yo, it's like Black Friday. And then I, I realized, wow, when the stock market crashed, that was Black Friday. But when we have the biggest sales of the year before Thanksgiving, that's Black Friday. It's funny how those share a name. You know, well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's ironic. You know, it's it's a paradox. Well, it's really. just it's. You know, this is the like, people that understand the volatility and what volatility means really are are about this. But I think that again, there are so many. Um, there are so many common folks. And I don't mean that in a bad way, self-included, that don't have any business fucking investing in shit like this, in numbers and math. They got involved. Uh, and, are you talking about crypto like, or are you talking about NFTs? Uh, overall, crypto, NFT, the digital space, you know, the digital currency the, the space. The matrix. Mad, the matrix. Mad people got involved. And I think that, like, I really believe that there's a solid, like, I feel like 50% of the people that got involved in the last 12 months, I bet like 25% of them have pulled the ripcord and gotten the fuck out. Probably more than that. I I would assume probably more. Um, But at the same time, there continue to be new drops and things continue to sell out. Well, no, 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 Um, of course. And and new, new systems, platforms ecosystems are all being developed now as far as investors go as far as investors go the market's too saturated because they don't know which way to turn right but but with that you're gonna see with the let's say those let's say out of those people we're talking about that filled that space that got out there's been there's a lot of people right now with money that are watching and are waiting for something like this. They're Not even waiting. waiting. They're moment. just in the meantime. They're just focusing on sports or whatever. Right, but what I'm saying is that right now, while this space empties out a little, mm-hmm. there's people that haven't gotten in yet that are about to. That's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like yeah. there is, there's been, there well, are people that have watched this thing and that have bred and are now gonna. You're gonna see the next round. Watch, watch. Because, mark my word. Because it's now, gonna be real. Sh- Smart people. Now, as the country is starting to open up, people are going to start to experience NFTs in the wild. Not just at home, on their phone, or on their computer. They're going to walk in someplace. Let's say they walk into, I don't know, let's say they walk into Coach, right? And there's going to be a big screen on the wall with some crazy art. And someone's going to ask about it, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's an NFT. It's an original. Uh, but on it's top only of that, in this store. But I think in general, crypto yeah. saw saw its coming of age in this lockdown, in this, like, human lockdown in the last, like, 18 months. Crypto saw its, like, 
it's coming to like a a pop culture like hype, right? Like prior to that, people were talking about it, but like people had enough time to to process it. Imagine, I, imagine what Tower Records would look like today. Mm. Now that so many popular artists are involved in the NFT space. Like stores, they're with their outside with all their like, oh yeah. There right. would just the have to be so many beats? like screens with so many digital, you know. You um, know funny that that was always like the reason I got into like really shooting photographs of like like of that era was to make things like that, like to to create that kind of shit. It's such a crossover between like fine art and out-of-home advertising well it's not though that's the thing is that everything is a crossover that way it's just another medium like the people that 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 practice fine art in the in any space they do it by limiting the access of their work to a certain amount of eyes that have a certain amount of money that that talk about a certain amount of different art. Like that's really it. And it's been separated out, so to speak, the, the work and the people in it by gatekeepers, like anything in the world. And those gatekeepers have a pedigree and the people that control those gatekeepers at the end of the day, there's a money person that's a collector that says, I want this. And they're the right collector with the right gallerist and the right gallery. And that's that. Now, the stuff that becomes famous is that good no does that mean that like that there's plenty of things that are really good that don't get to see the light of day in that space in that world yes but you know you have to decide as an artist what direction you want to be like you can't be this is just real like you really can't be a a a guy that paints murals and also is a fine artist, like a true to life fine artist in the world of fine art that we know that that is that exists. You know, it doesn't. It's nobody does it. Not a single person. What do you mean? You know, really. You don't consider like I don't know, like Tristan, one of those not guys. At all. Nope, he's not a fine artist. He's a mural artist that gets to do drops. But the 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 but. The whole thing that went down, and and I'm, has nothing to do with Chris Justin. He's great. He's fucking unbelievable, and he should be able to be a fine artist. But the institution of well, fine art maybe will not a, let him a in. little a little more time. No, I'm telling you, like it's just there's a certain realm of it that, like, you know, there's a certain level of it that that after dealing with it with the magazine for all those years and understanding it that I didn't really understand yet. You just they won't let you in. Like, the collectors will not let you in. The galleries will not let you in. A certain echelon will not let you in. You know, you will never be in a museum that's not about graffiti. Straight the fuck up. Like, they just won't let you in. That's just what has happened. Um, and, and it'll take such an amount of time, like you're saying. But at that point, it'll be like, you'll be it'll be a historic landmark thing, you know? People like Lady Pink in that era first have to get into it, and they still haven't. Like, you've yet to see the Guggenheim get after it, the MoMA. The these are the places that, like, until those institutions take it on, like for real, it it just won't it won't get touched. Um, it'll still be fringe, and that's just the reality. And like some of the really 
fine art, high-end galleries. This happens a lot with people where, like, you know, artists are trying to line up with the right people and do anything in their power to stay there because it's just what the collectors, it's how it works. It doesn't make it right, but it is what it is. And I think that at the end of the day, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of, it's a lot of hoopla and bullshit, but that's going to happen in this space too, in the digital space. It's happening already. So like, you know, it's just going to be another realm of it. And once that happens, it's, that's over, you know, are you talking to yourself in the chat? I like that. Uh, no, no, I, I've moved on to debating, uh, Al Boogie, big shout out to Al Boogie, um, who said that, uh, he did a public service announcement. Sell all of your crypto today. Buy it back later. You're welcome. Um, nah, bro. Nah, nah, nah. You don't sell Where's it. Where's that? The... And Where I said this? he posted it on Facebook, and I, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, like, dude, why would you give people the worst advice possible? Sell at the bottom. This got to be sarcasm. And he said it's not the bottom at all. That's why I said what I said. The chart confirmed it. The chart. The chart to end all charts. <laughs> what chart? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, is he charting? Is he sharding? I don't know. Sharding. Both. A little of both. <laughs> the shard chart. Um, I don't. I don't. Frankly, like. Again, it, like if, it. You if know, you put bread into the into the digital financial space on any level, and you're scared, and you have to pull out now. That means you put too much money in of your own that you needed. <laughs> oh shit, others here. Why yeah, like why why sell now and buy it back later? What's the point? Why not just sit on it? Because you're shook and you Guess thought what? you were gonna be Guess yo, what? People thought they were gonna S- get rich overnight. They don't even understand what, what what that meant. Well, number one, when you do that, you're doubling the amount of taxable events you have. You're probably tripling. Yep. You're actually tripling them. Because you already had a taxable event by buying, right? Oh, not by no. buying. Uh, by trading, right? Uh, when you trade, like, you know, you, you have some crypto and you want to trade into some other crypto. Right. That is a taxable event, that conversion, Right. Right, right. Yeah, also, yeah. when you sell anything, that's a taxable event. Okay? When you buy a cup of coffee or some graphic design work and you pay with, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever, that's a taxable event. It's a transaction. Event. Yeah. Okay? So, sell all your crypto now and buy back in again later. I mean... You're gonna lose much I money. guess it's it, listen. I guess it the thing is though is that have, like, but it doesn't. It really comes down to this: if you if if you're right now shook and dipping, that means you fucking put too much bread in in the first place. You should be sitting at the blackjack table this late in the morning, drunk, drunk on a Friday night. Like yeah, I'm making good decisions, you know. Like yeah, that's how that go. Mm-mm-mm. You still with me? Okay, yeah. I'm here. Sorry. I was looking down and it got quiet and I was like, uh oh. Yeah, I mean, hey. really at the end of the day, this is this was gonna happen. We knew it last year that everybody that 
that was like, oh, we're going to make a lot of money. We're going to do this. And then all of a sudden people are freaking out now and they're looking at the world turn back on. And anybody that like was just doing it temporarily and thought they were going to make a lot of money that don't think they're going to now are pulling all the shit out. And it's just like a reset. Um, but you're right. Once some big people jump in, it's going to be special. Do not sell going down. Okay? You take profit when you're going up. If it's going down, and by the way, it's down pretty damn far. I mean, it's like 50% loss to many projects. Some projects lost more than 50%. But a great point that's being made over and over is that's that's macro uh, vision. Okay? Macro vision! Because... That means that things have reset to towards the early part of this year, which is only within five months' time. All right? Things are still much higher than they were six months ago or seven months ago. Well, that's the thing is, is that, like, everybody's only looking at their pocket. Everybody knows going into crypto, oh, it's a volatile market. Oh, it's highly speculative. They don't know what that means. That means... They they don't know what that means. It's going to be like this. You're going to be watching... They don't really know... Wait a second. Like like audio on the screen. So many fucking people don't know shit and then ask people dumb shit and then you could just Google that and learn something, but they don't. They ask people innocuous dumb shit. And this is a play. This is a is a case in general where like a lot of people followed the wave and figured out how to join Coinbase and put their chips in, and are like like stopped using brain power at that point and are not, you know, they're not. They don't feel like they're responsible for themselves, and they're like, you know, we don't know what we're doing. That's it. And they're, they're just bailing. That's just what it comes down to. Folks are not understanding the math. Like they, they can't even see what they just they they blinded themselves. They thought they they were really happy making all that money, but they can't even imagine what it where it was. They're not like, oh, you know what? Like two two years ago, Bitcoin was bullshit, and they don't know what's going on. They don't know that there's well, a physical two market. Two years cap. ago, when we went into lockdown ago. last year. Bitcoin 3, dropped 000. to three thousand five hundred bucks. Yeah, thirty five hundred. And bucks. right now, people are freaking out because it came all the way down to thirty five thousand. So it has ten x. After the dump, it is still at a ten x from last year. This time, I mean. Can we wrap our heads around that? You know what I mean? Yeah, but people aren't now, there. People are right now. Yeah. They're looking at their pocket. They're looking not, at where their money is. That's it. They're they're fucking foolish. People are stupid. Uh, I, and I got to tell you, at my house, um, <laughs> like Anna was saying today, like I'm just sick of hear, hearing the same words over and over. I can Diamond only, hands? No, like HODL, dollar cost HODL. average. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't sell low going down. It's like even my seven year old can tell you these rules. You know, he's like, nah, bro. 
when he sees things go up, he goes, Dad, you better some, sell some of that and get that dinero. <laughs> I'm like, no doubt, Max. We'll take out our initial investment. I got you. Hilarious. Anyway, so so that's why that's why we're on the dump truck this week, you know, because the market dumped on people, and so people are dumping on the market. You know, uh, let's see. Heather says six thousand a year earning at six percent growth for twenty years is two point four mil, give or take compound interest, baby. Yeah, exactly, and uh. It's deflationary. So, what's up with that? Especially if you take it and you stake it somewhere. Take it and stake it, right? Oh, shit. You know? And, you know, that, that's something that, that I consider now when I'm like, hmm, this looks like an interesting project. Um and how much is the coin? How much is the price? Let's look at the chart. Okay, now, is this token stakeable? And where is it stakeable? Is Block DeFi staking it? They're insured in the U.S. Hmm. Okay. You are uh, live with Millicoin. Look at Millicoin go. Or Look at or uh, you know what kind of wallet do you have? Some wallets, like um. Like Trust Wallet and Atom Wallet, they'll let you stake right in the wallet. You know, and you can get between, let's say, like whatever percent up to like, I've seen like 35%, but I've heard in some places it goes even much higher than that, depending on what coin it is. Because, you know, when, when you stake something, your money's just in there for that determined amount of time. And then when that staking period is over, it takes some more time for your money to become available again. It's always yours, but by staking it, you basically kind of like lended it to like either a validator or, you know, whatever the case is for that individual. Somebody else. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there is a risk, but... I would say there's a risk in any like loaning, borrowing this, opportunity, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Like the the more you play with your money, that's that. That's the game. What do you got, Rain? I guess so. Yeah, we got crazy Rain over here. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but people people did not. Let's be real. One second. There are some people. That did not even, they didn't get into this to like put a bunch of bread down and like invest in the future. So there's that. Then there are people that like got into it and played the day trading game, a little bit like you did, you know, um, there are. And then there's people that got into I'm, I'm it like, that didn't know I'm why. I'm like a night walker. I'm not right, necessarily but, but like you're, a day trader. But, <laughs> but you're, you're playing the game though, right? You're, you're. You, you I'm know. not set it and forget it. Although I gotta say right. that I've seen um, some big investors that they really think that that is the way to go. That they're like, listen, don't worry like, about stock guys. Yeah, they're like, 
I, I'm not worried about trying to squeeze out 6% more by being right. totally right, right, immersed right. in this. You know, they're like, no, these are, these are stock guys that literally are like, we're going to throw it in and we're going to look at it in five years and we're going to look at it. You know what I mean? Not look at it, but you know what I mean? They check it just to check it. You know what I mean? You know, but in their mind, they're not even thinking about touching it for any other reason for a while. They're like, okay, the purchase has been made and now I'm going out to dinner. Right. And I'm but not so, looking at it that. while I'm out at dinner. I'm not saying me so, personally, because I am. There's like four, and, I am there's looking four at people. It. So there's the, there's the straight day trader that's playing it all day, like nonstop and flipping it, you know. But then there's like the lemming, so to speak, right? The, the person, and I know that that's a bad thing because lemmings don't actually do this. But like the person that's like, follow the wave, doesn't really know why doesn't have a set and forget it attitude, doesn't even know what that means, isn't doing the, the flipping things and, and, you know, getting profits and all this shit, cost averaging, none of that shit. They're just, they don't know what the fuck they did. And they're like, we're done. And so they're pulling out. They're going to go and buy lottery tickets or whatever kind of degenerate fucking hood rat shit they want to do with their money. You know, like, and, and that's that. Like, it's going to be a thing where they're like, oh, shit, you know. Yeah, I had a bunch of money in crypto, and then I lost some money, and then... You know, I, I invested in, in fucking. Dude, there's so many it. stories of people that are like, oh, damn, I had Bitcoin back in the day. Oh, what did I do with like those passwords or or Yo, oh, I threw I that USB out? Yo, I have a friend that literally got locked out of his Google encryption and can't get in. And God knows how much bread he's got his, uh, in there. Authenticator. He, he's the guy that offered me when it first started. Like, I'm talking about like 2009 or 10. $20 in Bitcoin, which would have made me probably a rich man today. And I said, no, no, no. Just PayPal me. Is literally what I said. Those are my Meanwhile, words. Meanwhile. You probably would have just left that right where it is because you would not have seen a use case for it. Yep. Eh, I'll just leave it there. And, you know, I was watching, um, uh, as I I do, two times a day. (laughs) I was watching Cryptos Are Us with George. I am George. George. We're all George. Sure. And... Someone was like, hey, do you believe based on blah, 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 that, you know, they said that it might go down to 20K. And he's like, well, first of all, he's like, you're just spreading the FUD. He's like, you heard it. And now you're asking and other people are listening to you ask, you know, and then ultimately he said, he said, plus, what would I, first of all, he's like, I don't think that's happening. I highly doubt it. But if it does, what do, what do I think is going to happen? He's like, at that point, I'm basically going all in. <laughs> and this is someone with, with with bread and someone that's been in this for many years, you know, since like 2013 or whatever, when he first started mining uh, Litecoin or whatever it was. Um, he's like, yeah, at that point, I'd be going all in. He, like, there's, there's no doubt. 
in all these guys' minds, you know, they're like, we're, we're going to be the 1%, you know? And I saw some really interesting numbers. I, I can't pull them up in my mind offhand, but it was really showing, like, the small percentage of people in the world that own, let's say, over $100 of Bitcoin. And then how significantly... Oh, yeah, you, were telling me, you were telling me this crazy That fact. number drops once you hit $1,000. You know, because most retail investors, they need well, that $1,000. We all let's do. Let's think about something you know? very interesting. Like, So back in the day, stock markets, you couldn't, in a traditional stock, like... Um, where you can buy stocks and shit, like whatever they're called, you know, E-Trade, this, that, Merrill Edge. You can't buy like $100 in stock. You have to buy a share. Right, that's the you other know, you thing have to buy, you buy can do share. fractional buying with crypto. Right, so fractional buying with crypto has made it, what's happening is like we're seeing the reason that stocks have no fractional buying, right? You know, the, yes, Robinhood's changed that, but for the most part, why it hasn't, because you're like, oh, do you want to play in the game? You can't just buy a, if if a stock is three stacks, you can't buy a portion of a stock. You have to be able to buy a whole fucking stock. So we don't want you playing in our fucking game if you want to buy a percentage of that stock, right? And Robinhood broke that, which is why you've seen the 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 GameStop thing happen. Mm -hmm. You know, it yes. gave this power. Yes, does that to, like, too. Right, like in general, but it gave this power to to little people, right? And so now with crypto, what you're seeing with that fact is that there was a lot of people that like, I'm just going to put a few hundred bucks in. And they were like, fuck this. You know, I'm still up. I'm still up. And it's going down. I'm taking it all out. I put 200 bucks in. I made a thousand. I made, uh, you know, I made five or six grand. I'm just talking numbers. I'm, they're not even right. But I'm just made. I made made seven grand and shit. Now it's at a thousand. I'm going to I'm taking it all out before I lose all this money. And so all of a sudden they take their little thousand bucks out or their 800 bucks, whatever it is right now that they put a few hundred bucks in, I'm saying, and they feel like they did well and they didn't give a shit because they only put a few hundred bucks in. And that's really like that percentage you're saying, that stat, that's where it is right now. That's what you're seeing. All those people leaving are that percentage or like under under thousand bucks, under a few hundred bucks because they, they made a bunch of money, but they don't want to lose it and they're scared now. Like, what if it goes all the way down? I'm done. It sat low too long, right? Uh, For those people. Also, you know, there are so many different coins. Like, I think there's like 10,000 different coins or something like that. 10, some, 000, something crazy 10, like that. Um, but right now, every chart you look at is just mirroring the Bitcoin movement. It's really, really, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, it's really noteworthy. But now here's the question. Like, you're almost so like, wait, mirroring... I thought I changed charts. Oh, I did. Like, well, that, Now, the question the is this, though, is that, like, so different coins have different uses, right? Or some, ha Practical. some have none. I guess that would be of different course. as well. But the ones that do, how can they still mirror Bitcoin? Uh, because, okay, for the same reason that something... It's just like the dollar of digital. It's the actual, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the gold. 
it's the the reserve, so to speak. Well, there's also for one, there's there's marketing. But does it not prove that though? That if that's the case, that it is the gold of all this. Something can have more money invested in it, but not have what's referred to as the network effect. Okay. Bitcoin has the network effect. Ethereum has the network effect. They're like, they're big names, and that brings with it trust. They're blue chips. Yeah, straight up. That's it. That's it. it. You know. Yeah, your blue chip stocks. You're like, oh, that project looks great, but like. Yeah, if you're shook, that's what you do. Um, you know, this big tech firm is going down, so then people are just fearing investing in tech. You know what I mean? Like, like a whole section of the market will come down 